0: Hey gang, Sean Geek here and fast fret, and we have two storefronts. If you are a T public fan, you can browse our inventory over at T public, which is T public.com forward slash Sean Geek podcast or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from T shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds we're talking masks notebooks mugs pillows totes tapestries oh my oh my everything's (laughs) there just go to those addresses also check the show notes and help support the show thank you goodbye Bye. Yeah, we're, we're gonna let you introduce the show again because that was hilarious <laughs> last time. Did I? Especially because you get everything wrong. <laughs> it's the,
1: the fast fret and uh
0: oh, yes, uh, <laughs> we, we must do it like that
1: from Glasgow. Um, it's uh Sean Geek in the fast fret uh podcast,
0: and I'm Giuseppe, and uh, I can't you're remember. Are you Niven? You're Niven, Niven. It's Niven. We're not I, trying to to make fun. We're actually making fun of ourselves here, no. Because we sure. can't do an accent to save our lives. So yeah. you don't. <laughs> now I'm going into my fucking German. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't have a Scooby, <laughs> oh which,
1: which, which means yeah. I don't have a clue. Is that what it? <laughs> I think. <laughs> is that a, is that a thing? Yeah. A porcupine means uh, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh. sorry, sorry, guys, we're, we're just we're just fooling around here. Yeah, but I I love I love listening to their podcast. So they're, they're so, uh, just you know, just the accents and and uh, the topics and stuff.
0: the great. topics are really good. They're, they're yeah. too. Oh yeah, we're talking about the Rage Rage podcast over in Scotland. Yes. Which I don't know. As soon as an episode's up, I've got them on auto download now, right away. Yeah. And... Well, you know what? We should get them to do their intro. In their finest English. Oh, in their finest <laughs> Canadian accent. Canadian accent. Uh no, no A's A. Is a. No.
1: <laughs> I don't think we do that, do we?
0: Or no. Well, you and I don't. Ah, or it's want to do it. Buys, start that's throwing fine. some buys in there. Well, let me bye. tell you by a buys a build a boat. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. we could talk like that. We could do a whole episode talking like this, like we're from the new New Brunswick there and talk about oh. those. The French, about, uh, the cheque uh, growing up back home.
1: Talk about the Putin rapé, Putin, Putin, a true. Putin, a true. Mm-hmm. I, I don't good. do freemont, true.
0: So, I'm, I'm gonna make a confession which is gonna embarrass the hell out of um <clears throat> Niven and Giuseppe. I went back, I hadn't listened to all the episodes, like, I had started, oh, I discovered the podcast and I just started listening from that point on. And then I think I went a couple episodes back, but uh, last week I went back to the beginning, just listened to everything.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I was
0: listening to the boss one. Yeah,
1: yeah, the last one. Yeah, that was pretty pretty good.
0: That was good. That's is that what we're going to talk about today. We're going to mirror okay. mirror. You know, I was I was I was thinking.
1: You know, like whatever topic they they do, if we like it, was like, yeah, hey, hey, let's do that one. And then if they find one that we do that they like, then they can do that one. And it doesn't really matter because our audience is probably. Um, are some you know, well, they're similar, but they're 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 across the pond, like they're they're you know, it's it's not like well, it, I guess it depends on if if our audience and their audience are the same, or if any of them listen to each other, or <laughs> well, if not. they just want a different, or if they just want a different point of view of, of the topic. But
0: we really like this rage rage podcast, and they keep mentioning Sean Geek, let's go take a listen, <laughs> and then they listen and they're like. What is this crap? <laughs> this is crap. They, why are they recommending a show that's absolute and utter shite? <laughs> Who's ours? You mean ours? No, I mean yeah. ours. Not theirs. Yeah, rec- I mean, yeah. No, I'm saying they're recommending <laughs> recommending ours. It's because I can't remember if it was Giuseppe or Niven said, "Oh, go listen to Sean Geek podcast or whatever," and um, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't know if it's a good idea because they're going to listen to our podcast." Go, don't you guys have any taste? The Sean Geek. Fast Fred thing, they don't even know what their names are. It's Geek Boy and Fast Freddy.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So it's Sunday morning. Yep. Uh 9 We got our morning voices on. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so we got we got Winston's nails clipped yesterday. Oh god. So it was Tegan's Tegan's birthday yesterday. So she came over. And uh, yesterday, I thought it was the tenth. I thought it was the twelfth. Nope. Oh, uh, now 10th. I feel like an ass. <laughs> so yeah, she came over, and then uh, usually when she comes over, she'll she'll give uh, Winston uh, a nail clip. So, oh, really? She, uh-huh. Yeah. So, so and it, it, she hadn't been here in a while because I mean they had the, we had the COVID thing going on. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, we didn't want anybody getting sick, so we kind of postponed it. And then we rescheduled and then we had it yesterday. So it's been, it was probably over a month, I think. <laughs> so you do it.
0: How long do you, how often do you clip?
1: Well, we like to clip it at least, you know, once a month or, or you know, three weeks or a couple weeks or whatever. But the thing is, is see, Winston, what happens is he'll, he'll sit on my chest and then he'll take one arm and then he'll put it over my shoulder mm-hmm. and then his talon will click in. And it's almost like, oh, this is like a a homemade hook. (laughs) And it just kind of, it hooks into the material, but it also grabs a little bit of skin underneath. So it's like, you got to kind of adjust it to try and so you don't get all scratched up. Yep. But um, if you, if you're bent over at all in front of him, he he figures your back, it's almost like a a goat. He wants to try and find the highest point. (laughs) So then he just jumps on your back and... um, and if he's clawed, like it's terrible because uh, when he jumps down, like he'll just kind of dig in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you get this big, you know, red streak, of blood, <laughs> you know, that you got to kind of clean out. So, especially uh, he loves his treats and it's those little churro things or churri churro. I can't remember now. They're, they come in a package and they look like those little uh, tubes, those yogurt tubes that kids have. Mm-hmm okay it's made it looks exactly like that but inside there's like t- uh tuna and chicken there's uh salmon they, they, there's a whole bunch of different types that you wonderful, get wonderful i'm sure oh apparently it's really strong of course i can't smell but it um i mean if you open it up he's you know he's on your he's on your heels like that he'll eat like right away it, it's okay. like crack crack for for kittens. So <laughs> put that in a bowl. Like if I say, do you want to treat, then he'll jump off your back, but you got to be careful.
0: um Have the claws. Yeah. Just thinking of that. I don't know why. <laughs> do you remember the, um, I don't know what are they called now? White Snake. They had that song, Katie's Got Claws. <laughs> She'll scratch your back.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with that one, unless I,
0: I hear the beat. <laughs> it was one of those. It was on the Steve Vai White Snake album. Oh, okay. Well, I've probably heard it many times. But... Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's not exceptional. It's more tongue-in-cheek, sexy David Coverdale stuff. Yeah. So you get your tree up. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, we yeah, we um we we start early because we got to get the Christmas pictures with the kids. Mhm. We need to send them out. Okay. So like for the people in Portugal and we, you know, there's some people in France to send to, Sylvia and people in France. Um I think she sends to them. Can't remember. But anyway, we have uh, across the ocean uh ones we have to send. So, right. Uh yeah, yeah. So, we, so we have put the tree up in order to take the pictures, in order to send the pictures out. So that's why we start putting stuff up early. What, did you guys put your tree up? Oh, yeah, a tree's been up for a week or so. Uh, no gifts.
1: Well, we have gifts under it, but uh, some of it's from... Uh, uh, old Danica sent stuff. So it, it's in a box. So we just actually opened it up yesterday just to, had to ask her. Says it, it, Everything's wrapped, right? <laughs> okay. So open it up and put it under the tree. So get that. I got a bunch of stuff in, in this room here that I got to wrap um and put it under the tree. So that's going to be a, a wrapping extravaganza.
0: Wrap um, battle at the McGinnity.
1: Pretty much, it's like it's like an assembly line. You clear off the table. You got these. Uh, we get the rolls from Costco, like those big, huge rolls of of paper. I I shouldn't need any Christmas paper for the next five years. Yep. Uh, that and their, uh, you know, twenty five packet tape. Uh, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you go there, and yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna start wrapping all that stuff up. And then we get those little tags that you can buy. I couldn't find them last year, so I was using just leftover wrapping paper and, and using that as to so use
0: like people's people's names like the, on it. Do you use like the white side? Like you kind of flip it over and use the yeah. white side of the paper. Yeah. Pull it in like, half. Yeah. yeah, that works. It works fine.
1: In, in a pinch, yeah, why not? I mean it's just I mean the other ones look a little more decorative, but then you get the you know, you get the they get the little strings on them, of course, if you don't tape it right, if you if you're looking through the gifts and stuff, it says, Oh, there's a tag on the ground. What does yeah, it belong to it off or whatever? Yeah, so I mean, they. On top. Yeah, you think they could make something a little more, you
0: know, something that's more useful? I guess it works, but yeah. We uh, we had a bad parenting moment this week. Mm. You we guys didn't want to... didn't want to cook, so you just gave them cake. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, we um um, for those that don't know, so usually what after we put the kids to bed is we put the video games on. And we'll play with Mark online, and 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 or Rob, and or Brett, or and or you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we usually we usually like hopping on around like nine, because that's by then the kids should be asleep. But the kids did not go to sleep. Two nights ago, the kids were just staying up. They were wired. We'd Sugar sleep. Huh. So we're like, so we're like, look, we're playing with our friends online. You guys are supposed to be in bed, but you're not. They're all, they're both waiting for us online and it's kind of rude that you guys aren't going in bed and we can't, like we said we would play and we've, you know, we've done everything with you guys today. It's your bedtime. You need to be in bed. You got school tomorrow. This is me and mommy time. And this is when we, you know, play online with our friends and they're refusing and we're playing uh, dying light, which is a horror video game. <laughs> you thought you couldn't sleep now, <laughs> well, let me tell you, um we hadn't like we're just playing it for the first time, all four of us, right It's oh. like we found hey, it's co-op we can play so we just we bought it Black Friday for like thirteen bucks and then so you, guys, so you guys are screaming <laughs> well it's 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 really cool. it's like a parkour it's parkour and zombies pretty much. Now is it the
1: can, is it like the uh, what do they call it, the the jump scare type thing, like when we first we oh, played jump, Resident Evil? Yeah, yeah there's jump, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, there's jump scare like, scares, like yeah. the very first Resident Evil no, you ever played. And I you're I think in the we hallway, both, I think the we dogs crapped ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> the dogs come crashing through the window and holy, like talk about heart racing.
0: Yeah, this is the same thing. Like there's like you're walking in the street and you, you see like there's one of those pedo vans, like those white vans. Walking by. it's always a white van always a white van so you walk by and then you're like okay I don't see any zombies around I'm gonna go into my inventory right now and, and maybe make a, craft some med kits or something but there's a zombie underneath the van and grabs at your feet and all you're in your menu and all of a sudden <laughs> you're out of your menu and then what happens is the zombie's right in your face and it says oh, get the face quickly to get them off okay. of you right you know, and you lose, like, 25% of your health or 30% of your health or whatever. But if you're already down, like, you're already down to 50% of your health, mm. you know, if you don't hit the A fast enough, you could literally die. But, it, the, like, the screen, he's, like, right in your f- effing face. Right. And then when you've got the headphones on, because we do headphones, <laughs> so we don't use the surround sound, like, when we're playing video games, because we don't want to wake the kids up. Right. And it's, you know, rah- and it's right in like you know close up on your face and yeah it's pretty jump scare and you don't hear them like they're they're kind of quiet they just kind of <laughs> you know they're right yeah. behind you you don't see them because you don't have a rear view mirror thing yeah and you can't see the kids behind you no, uh, no. dad and then tap you on their shoulder <laughs> so i mean that stuff like the kids are aware of zombies and stuff very aware right. of zombies like right Right. Zomb- there's zombie-like creatures in Minecraft, right? There's creepers okay. and all that stuff. So they're they're aware of it, and we let them see some stuff. We just might change the blood setting because right. blood settings and some stuff to green blood. It's not red blood, so it doesn't look realistic. Okay. But anyway, we're in this game, and they won't go to bed. And they're like, we want to watch. We're like, this is scary. You guys are going to have nightmares. We just want to watch and just... And they just want to hang out with us. Like they've had a good day. They just want to spend more time with us and fall asleep on the couch. Fine, whatever. So, anyway, so we're, we we break into this place I don't know, a department store or something. I can't remember. A grocery store or something. And we're in, and we can hear <laughs> is, that a, is that a child crying? Like a kid crying? <laughs> we had to kill it and the kids oh, saw it and the oh no guys are like <gasps> and then Mar- mark's like oh shit guys i no, you're like and he was like messaging us like you got to get them out <laughs> the of here get them out yes yeah like, it's an orphanage guys. they're all full, they're full of them yeah, and it while there was lots of kids it was a place where there was lots of kids i guess kids that were oh my god this is horrible like the ring Well, it was a place where the parents had all died and then the kids, I don't know if they died of starvation because there was no one to look after them and then they just turned into zombies. It was absolutely like, oh, I don't know. I have a hard time with kid-related
1: stuff with horror. Yeah, well, I mean, they're always pushing the envelope. I mean, even uh, Resident Evil 3, 4, I don't know which one it is because I was playing the series there for a while and there's a lot of uh, they're all free on game pass by the way, yeah you know what I think I get a free month on game pass but mm-hmm. then I would have to physically download games and and whatnot and those monthly things I have to put a reminder on just like your you know Amazon Prime you have to put a reminder on so that you know it's free for now but you have to cancel it before the end of oh, whatever yeah. and they don't remind you. They don't remind you, but there is a setting in there. You have to look, and it and it tells you. It will send you an email a week before just to remind you. Yeah, you have to turn it on, right?
0: Because it's, it's com- coming up. Probably not default turned on, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, it's not right in front of your face. You have to kind of go right to Amazon Prime account with, portion.
0: With Xbox, you literally have to go into the settings for Game Pass and for Gold and all the different things they have. And you have, and it default is renew automatically on my credit card. That's right. the setting. That's the default. You actually literally have to go in and turn it off. But I don't know what happens if you have a system update, if it flicks it back. But anyway.
1: What happens if you pull your credit, can you, will it let you pull your credit card info out of it?
0: No. So that if it does try and do it again, um, it won't be maybe. there? Or is it kind of stuck uh, there? My, the mine all? expired and then. They kept reminding me, "Hey, we we're not going to be able to renew." I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." Yep. because <laughs> they didn't want to renew because right right now, Sylvie buys the Game Pass, which is the I don't know, sixteen ninety nine a month, I think is what it is. Okay, that includes my gold, Sylvie's gold, mm-hmm. the the Game Pass, the EA Game Pass, and the other one. There's like three three levels of Game Pass in there, and it includes it for both of us. So it's actually cheaper than Netflix for us, oh. and we both yeah. get to play. Like, oh yeah, especially if there's two people. Yeah, and the other thing too is like there's they they get day one releases. Sometimes I think they have day zero releases or whatever it's called, where you get your stuff early. Yeah. When when's the new um, uh, state of decay
1: coming out? I don't think they've given a date. To be honest. Okay. You yeah. know, because I've been playing. Uh, while well, I was playing. Yeah, I'm so um, like yeah, for a while just to see what, you know. Um I, I think I'm pretty much done. Did the... you do Turnbull County? Like that new the new map? Yeah. I've, I've, I'm pretty much done that one. I mean the only I, I'm in was it Jurassic Park mm. Two or Jurassic Two? That's that's where my base yeah. is. I don't know if there's a bigger one on the map. Because the first Jurassic that oh, was so. on the the previous version is, is gone. Like it's
0: Yeah. Remote land. And yeah, when you remote, go to when you go to the playable map in the campaign, like you can't use Jurassic, the Jurassic World or Park or whatever the hell it's called. No, it's just infested with zombies. But um, there's a lot there, you un, you break out a whole bunch of Cleo related stuff. So now I have so if you play the campaign one on that specific map, mm-hmm. you've got a guy that keeps popping up that you talk to. Um Mexican guy, I guess, I think.
1: Lewis. Could be. Yeah. I'm 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 at to the point where if, if I play this last mission, I'm done. Okay. So it says, Are you sure you want to play this ma- last mission? So it's like, okay, well once you play the last mission, what happens?
0: Well that's the thing is you gotta make sure you finish the game within the game for that one. Like, like all the game, game. Like all the maps. No 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 no. I mean on that particular map, which has Jurassic Junction or whatever whatever it's called. Um, right. every zombie really, house is done or uh, Well, yeah, you have plague, yeah, plague cards you have that, but then you also have the thing with getting all the Clio stuff. And if you finish the map without finishing the Clio stuff, you'd have to redo the whole map again to get the Clio stuff again. So what I'm doing is I did all the Clio missions, and my map was cleared. No plague, zombies, no nothing. every there's no infestations. There's nothing, right? But I hadn't finished the Clio storyline. So now I have the Clio thing on my base. I don't know if you have if you had this or not, but where it basically repels zombies. Yep. Yeah, I got that. You have that. There's one yeah. little stage just after that, I think. Okay, I, I may have done it. I don't know. But anyway, so I have to what happens screener. is, so I'm I'm going for 100 days, the 100 day accomplishment. Okay. So now I've left the map and gone to another map, but it brings along my Clio stuff. And your days.
1: You don't start yeah, and, from day and one. Days, yeah, in my days, yeah. So if I want to leave this map, I can go to a different map. As long as you know. don't finish the map. Like, do the final story. Right. So right now, when it says to do the final story, I could just go to a different map. Mm-hmm. And just continue on.
0: Yep. So Matt, okay. uh, I think... And bring everybody with me. I think Mark's like, every, he's doing like 10 days and then switching maps. 10 days oh, okay. which maps. Like I think he's at day 65 or something.
1: Can you go back to that map even if it's not done?
0: Well, no, you can go. No, you'd go back to the map and then it's refreshed. It, start, it starts over again. Yeah. But you oh. carry everything with you. So you get to pick which base you start at. Right. So you pick the base you want. So you can go through them all and pick the one you want. So obviously you want to pick the biggest one. Right. Well, I'd have to now because of yeah. all the people I've got. Yeah, you keep all your people. And then you might lose some of your cars, but your inventory will remain the same. Your building materials will remain the same. So when you go into that new map and you pick the base you want, your materials are probably going to be like 200. Okay. Yeah, they're
1: all heroes. Every uh, Everyone I have, they're yeah. all heroes. So, oh, yeah, so it should like, be at that point.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> we did that. I did that. But then <laughs> the stupid thing I did was, oh, well, I've got, like, you have to, the map i went to there's usually when you go to a new place like you have to deconstruct some of the squares because there's junk in the squares you have to deconstruct it before you can build on it mm-hmm. so i deconstructed i had to deconstruct like two squares or something mm-hmm. and then i i did that and then i built the cleo thing that repels zombies then you, like, then I you get, these, get these green guys coming instead of the blood plague they get green yeah. on them instead so i built that right away because like, i want that because like my base isn't built i don't have anything built on here i have all the construction materials i just need the time to build everything so i, I build the Clio thing like yeah but to build the Clio thing it's five minutes of mayhem mayhem <laughs> and i had nothing built at my base i didn't have a workshop i didn't have um a medical center i had nothing i, I just have a great time with landmines I just put them everywhere around the base
1: and then oh, you can yeah. tell where they're coming well, from.
0: If I would know, if I was smart enough to realize that would have happened by building the Clio thing, I think I would have put <laughs> the landmines out. So anyway, five juggernauts came in all together, all at the same time. Right. Killed all your people. Uh, I lost two. And it's like, uh... cause when I switched, everyone wasn't quite healed up yet. I had some people that were in the infirmary still oh okay that were suffering from blood plague so as soon as the the juggernauts come in they're blood plague juggernauts and my guys were already infected but they were in the infirmary but now they're not in the infirmary anymore because they hadn't built one yet
1: <laughs> so they, they <laughs> had blood plague shape. and then
0: you know they like they died instantly like and i wasn't prepared like i'm like oh i'll just put that on so i'm protected so i can build in quiet so did you hoof it out of there? Is that what you ended up doing? Well, I couldn't? I'll just abandon
1: the I base. Okay, just... you're you guys are all on your own. I'm out of here. So I almost taking lost. the van. you're taking the white
0: ones. van. <laughs> There's two more. There's one. So I lost two, I think. And then one person had like two minutes left of blood plague before they died, and I had another one that had like fifteen minutes. Like everyone had blood plague. Almost everybody had blood plague. What? What's and I did, and I didn't have a medical center. Oh, okay. So I couldn't build any blood plague cure, (laughs) and I couldn't Uh put anyone in the medical center because it wasn't built. So I couldn't treat anybody. So everyone was just getting progressively worse. So what did you learn? (laughs) Um, Don't build Cleo first. No, build build some big buildings first. Like maybe build like um, if you want to build like the massive medical center. Okay, like the one that's based on Sheriff. Is it sheriff? Builds a medical center, a large an oh, space. Build that sure. first because that starts at level three. A level three medical center, like right from the get go. Okay. Then treat your people. Then lay your mines. Mm-hmm. Build your workshop. Build the build the Clio thing last. And a tower so they can pick these guys off as they're coming in. But I don't usually build a tower when I have the Clio thing because you don't need to, right? Yeah, but anyway, true. Whatever. Yeah. Lesson learned. I lost some characters that I played <laughs> with over three different campaigns.
1: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I guess you lose them, and then that's it, eh? Yeah. Oh, kind of toast. Lesson learned. I got yeah, I got so many people that I've had in the past that sh- that show up in my thing that I could use. And the thing is, sometimes I'll have one because was it five? attributes or five things that they can do yep, yep. and there's sometimes there's four so then you can train them for the fifth yep, one yep, yep but if they already have the fifth one you're hooped yep i usually i usually you know i'll, I'll take a weaker one with
0: me and if he dies <laughs> eh, whatever yeah, exactly. it's like I, i'll need a different uh well i'm at the point now i'm actually specifically picking weaker guys because i'm pretty good at the game now yeah. so like, i'll take the weaker guys and get them up you know get all their stuff maxed out Yeah, I I just have fun going to these, you know, the
1: places where it's red and then the guys come out with the black diamonds over their head because they want to kill you. Yep, yep. I just grabbed that blood plague bottle thing and I throw it in their house. (laughs) And then I squat behind the car and then they all come running into the house trying to get these guys, although they never take them out. So I don't know, I have to, you know, shoot them in the head, I guess, for that
0: to happen. It's crazy. Yep. So, um, Niven and Giuseppe just left all this video game talk. I don't know what these, <laughs> so what's these video, do they, do they play? I wonder if they play any video games online. What do you guys play? If you're still listening, what do you guys play? You must play something or is it just board games or is it just cards? Is it just no No
1: time for that nonsense? More into other stuff. Maybe
0: Balderdash, Maybe that's what they play. Balderdash
1: cars, music. I don't know. It's good. good do You guys play. Yeah. Let's get to know
0: you too. Yes, better.
1: Yeah. And, you know, well, you guys know what we do. We just yeah. do a lot of gaming and and uh playing yeah, music. Yeah. I um yeah. Christmas is coming. Uh yeah, like Alexa's uh she's she's just the perfect my granddaughter. She's just the perfect age. For Christmas, mm-hmm. so I mean, you see the pictures of you know all the events that she's going to and seeing Santa and and I was uh, looking at a bunch of them this morning, actually. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. So yeah, that's that's the perfect age to be. Yeah, just got a postcard um, from her too. So that, oh, was, nice. that was that was nice. Yeah, we'll
0: have to send more stuff. Apparently, she really likes mail. So oh, really? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe I can send a letter. Go old school. Send a letter. Yeah. She's so, going to be reading now, right?
1: Uh she's kind of reading. Um uh, uh, she's learning her her letters and and I guess pronunciations and stuff. Yeah. Uh slowly. So yeah. She, and she's writing her, her letters too. So she's she's getting okay. good at that. So yeah, she's uh, she's come along really grade good. one now, right? Or we? I believe. I believe it's grade one. They just. They just had their first. Well, the first Christmas concert. You know, mm-hmm. Christmas concerts. <laughs> it's like,
0: oh my god, haven't been to one of those in ages. I don't know. Why and uh, having one, like they had music class at school, we're, we're wondering, like, why is there no Christmas concert? Because they do music well two or three times a week.
1: Well, since COVID, I guess they because having everybody in an auditorium all in one place, sweating, you know. Yeah. breathing it everybody's breathing the same air beside you so maybe that that could be why that they've kind of postponed it so it, it it's been kind of yeah the last couple of years everything's kind of changed that way hopefully eventually at some point it'll probably go back to uh you know somewhat normal but yeah.
0: so bosses <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the topic bosses the I mean, well, we was... topic
1: but I was like, bosses, like, well, oh, okay, well, so what do you mean by bosses? Like, my boss, or well, you're one because, well, that's the <laughs> thing. Now <laughs> I can't talk about it anymore because I'm one of them. So now that I've, I've, you know, uh, I've got seven people kind of under me that uh, I guess I'm, I'm boss now. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of weird because it's, um, yeah, it's still weird to to say that. So, isn't it? Yeah, it... yeah. It's only been, it'll be a year, um, January. So. Take a look. Can you take a look at the screen? Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) My name's changed to Bossman. Bossman and Geek Boy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Bossman and Geek Boy. Yeah.
0: I just renamed uh, Todd to Bossman. Oh, great. That's all I need. A new name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We We were talking about branding, Oh, God, we've got to get back to this boss. I guess all I have to say is a good boss is a boss that actually uh, works two levels. So a boss that actually listens to the people under him. Mm -hmm. him And is the sounding board for the people under. Like, hey, this isn't working, or hey, we need more of this, or hey, we need less of that, or we're having a problem with this, or this is broken. That's one part of it. And the, yeah, other that's part, what... the other part is you're the, also the filter for the bosses above you and you take what the boss above you tells you and you either advocate for your employees. Yeah, you're, you're the liaison I guess yeah. would be the, the appropriate. But, uh... but some bosses now I've had some pretty <laughs> bosses in my career, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to name any. I currently don't have a bad boss so if anyone from work is listening this isn't about my current job but I've had a lot of shitty jobs before this one but in, in the past I've had bosses that they, their entire role the way they treated being a boss mm-hmm. was their boss tells them do this and they just do it they don't talk to their employees right? talk to anyone so say I'm the manager of I don't know. Invent invent a job for me, Todd. So I'm not going to incriminate myself. Uh, manager of like what? Manager of uh, someone
1: who makes uh,
0: insoles for 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 sneakers. So I'm <laughs> operations manager then, I guess. So sure, we'll say the CEO tells me, okay, you know what? I think those people on the on the shop floor are a bunch of lazy asses they're lazy. I need their productivity up. What a prick. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) sounds like a prick. (laughs) Some previous bosses I've had they're they're like, Oh yes, absolutely, sir. Uh, can I lick your, can I lick your rim a little bit more? I've had, I've had a lot of bosses that were like that before. So the, so they don't ask for any clarity. They're not like, okay, well, what do you mean? Like, what, what are you shooting for? And how do you propose we get there? Like, there's no conversation like that. It's like, yes, sir. So then, that boss tells his em- tells his or her employees, "If you don't get productivity up, I can't guarantee everyone's jobs." That's what he does. Right. Get on it. Yeah. I expect See, your numbers to be better by the end of the week. I've i I've had quite a few bosses exactly like that yeah it's like that's not a good manager in my opinion
1: when you're i mean when you're a a boss you have to have two hats okay there's the the, there's the boss hat and then there's kind of the friend hat but it, it just it's not the thing is is if you're working with a bunch of people okay and then all of a sudden they they were your peers at one point and then all of a sudden now you're the boss they're they're people that you worked with and you you've you've gained a friendship with these people sure so you've got the friend hat and the boss hat. I mean, you want to try and keep everyone, you know, in a positive light, in a positive mood. You don't want waves everywhere because that just creates animosity and and just throughout the whole thing. So uh, there, there's points where you have to take the friend hat off and go, okay, look, this is what's happening. I'm approaching on it. It needs to be resolved. We need to figure out how to do this. Otherwise, my that's boss, right there, what you just said, we need to figure out. Now, that's that's well, a good boss thing to do. Well, I mean, we to an extent. It's like, I'm not going to tell you, you know, how to like if you're
0: just an you're example. Not gonna tell them what to do specifically?
1: No, I mean, if you're if you're late every day, or or you know, you're not. The production isn't up or whatever. I mean, you, you have to approach it, you know. I don't like, I wouldn't want someone to come up to me and say, okay, uh, you know what, you're late. Um, we're going to dock you, whatever. Or uh, if this keeps up, um, watch your ass type thing. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, not, that's not my style. Uh, I mean, if something's going on, someone brings it up, you research it a bit, yeah, that's what's happening. Okay, what do we do about it? And just kind of methodically go through it and see which way to do it. Where it's not, you know, you don't want to be you know chastising someone in front of everyone because all that's doing mm-hmm. is that's embarrassing them, right? And now all of a sudden now you're a bad boss. <laughs> so you, you want to take them aside and go, look, this is okay. this is what's happening. Let's let's figure out what's um, what we can do to try and, and rectify the, the situation. I mean, and everyone's different. I've been kind of fortunate with the people that, that work with me are, 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 are good people. So they're not, I mean, I know other departments that have people that are, Oh my God, I I would not want to have them as an employee because they're, it's just constant, you know, headbutting all the time. Yeah. And I can see, uh, you know, Giuseppe and them, if they're, you know, if they had bad bosses where they said, no, you have to do this. And if you don't do this or, you know, and if you and they're saying like if you go to a meeting and you you know, tell a guy off and says you know what I don't need to be here, <laughs> I'm out of here type thing. It's like well, what are they going to do? Are they going to fire them? Are they going to, uh you know, just I don't know. I I I don't I I like things to run smoothly. I guess yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not the tyrant type who's you know bang his fists on the ground and say you know this has got to be done or this got to be done, but. But you have to kind of do it in a way that's not, you know, not threatening, I guess (laughs) you want to go in. Okay. Like just explain, this is the reason like we need to get this done because of this. Yeah.
0: And it's not getting done. That's, that's transparency. That's what, uh, that's what they were talking about. Right. On their show is transparency. That's all we're looking for. Like, just be transparent. Like, like you're saying we have an issue. Um, it's been brought up like your, you know, your attendance is starting to, create problems, how can we work through that? Is there anything we can do to get you to come to work on time? Like is there like is there an issue at home? Is there like you know, like how do we how do we resolve this? Well I, I if, want, like be transparent about it. Like this is causing a problem for everyone in the department. Let's work well, through this to, to well, I mean it. if it's, if me it's what known, you don't if it's an own person doing something where
1: everyone else you know, it's like, oh yeah, that person's known for that, then it's it's like, you know, it's a problem. Cause then it gets to my boss. Yes. Then it's, you know, it's my butt on the line saying, Well, how come this is happening and nothing's being resolved? Mm-hmm. But when you have a small, it's like a mom and pop company. When you when you have a small group of people, it's more, you know, when you get the bigger group, it's like, oh, I'm just a number, I don't matter, and and all this stuff. But when the group is smaller, uh, just like a classroom it's more intimate right everyone yep. kind of gets their input in and the larger yeah. it gets all of a sudden there starts it's it's like when you have six kids by the time you get to the sixth one they're not even paying attention to what that person's doing yeah. and they're always in trouble yeah because they're not they're not a cohesive unit so it, I mean if you can be you know as much as possible but some some groups you know are are bigger and some are satellite like mine are all in within two. Uh, two rooms that are right next to each other. So we're all kind of together and we melt together and we work together. And you know, other, other sites have people that are in one shop or a whole different shop and they have to kind of move back and forth. And um, it's, it's tough. You have to, I don't know. It's, I don't know.
0: It's, it's, well, I guess that's what it is, I guess. <laughs> I'm not too sure what my point is at this point, but. Well, I know like yeah. what, what you it's just not, said, where you, there's something you said before that, that, that really rang true for me is where you said like, okay, well, if someone has an attendance problem, we'll just use that example and you take them aside and you talk to them privately and talk mm-hmm. about the issue, you know, like, like you said, I've had in the past where I, you know, I made a mistake. And the thing is everyone is going to make a mistake. No one is going to have a hundred percent record of great performance, it's impossible.
1: Oh no! I mean, if it happens once a month or once every couple months, that's fine. I, that's I don't think issue. I've been late like in 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 years. I don't right. think I've been to work. So I mean, some people it's like a couple days a month. You
0: know, it's like. You know, so I I had made an error at a previous job. I'm not going to say where and with who, but I had made an error, a, a terrible was, error, a terrible error. So I wasn't I, that Jacusto. <laughs> Jacques Cousteau, yes. They made a terrible error. I'm going to, (laughs) I'm going to, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm in New Brunswick right now. So I made an error. Mm -hmm. And I, it was a little error I made and I made it in the moment. And then what I did, I'm like, oh shit, I made a mistake. I fixed the mistake. I contacted everyone that could, that could have potentially seen the mistake and said, hey, I, I put a, I did an input error here. Uh, I apologize, but like it hasn't gone through to anybody. I just want to let you guys know that I had to change the information in in the in the on on our board. Sounds perfect to me. Nope. You owned up to the oh yeah. oh no. So, so what you owned happen- up to the mistake and a bitch in the ass, did it? <laughs> well, what happened was somebody found out about it, or I don't I don't know how. Anyway, my boss we told everyone about it, so there's no reason why anybody. Well, my boss stood up. From his desk. And mm-hmm. this was like an open office sort of area. And said. McGinnity. You made a. X amount of dollar error. That shit can't happen. Under my watch. What a prick. If it happens again. <laughs> and this is loud so everybody can hear. Right. If that happens again. Mm-hmm. This will be the last conversation we have. And then sat down and everybody heard it. Hmm. Now is that good management? I would say no.
1: <laughs> I mean, if if
0: uh but it was it was I mean
1: if you did it if he, if that happened every day, it would get to the point like, okay, you know what?
0: It <laughs> hasn't it happened, it happened it, once in like I don't know two years. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't the know. The other that's... thing, but like here's here's okay so here's so here's where i want to go with that like there's a ratio there should be an acceptable ratio for error now i'm not talking about absences and stuff like that but when you're doing dealing with data or information or or uh inventory right inventory always there's always an uh, a, a thing for error right yeah oh you know, you, your inventory is allowed to be point whatever percent out or whatever right and and everything every reporting is like you're you want your your reporting to be within certain percentage right Mm -hmm. but at that job I had the error ratio was zero period no errors allowed period Wow. that's that's what that's what he wanted to do but the thing is that's 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 literally impossible no one's a computer yeah Computer's going to make errors. The decimal is going to be out somewhere or whatever. So the way I looked at it and the way that I approached it afterwards is I was dealing with. So so this error had a dollar figure to it. OK, so we'll say mm-hmm. just purely random 200 bucks. OK, it was one point 2, two million. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but two hundred dollars, we'll say. OK, mm-hmm. that, that was the error was for that amount. Now, the amount of volume the amount of dollar like volume in dollars that I was managing mm-hmm. was multiple millions of dollars and I made a $200 mistake. That sounds like one error in a couple of years. Yeah. Managing multiple millions of dollars a year. Right. $200 versus whatever it was say well they will say four million dollars is what is what is that percentage is that a big mistake well you do realize that
1: you know you could do a job a good job for 20 years but that one mistake that you made will be the only thing that anybody remembers right so that that's that's the kicker like you can yeah you can do everything right for most of what you're doing and you do one mistake and that's pretty much what people will we'll go against. I mean, I've made mistakes too. I mean, we deal with the inventory all the time. You're posting against work orders and charging just departments and, you know, th- some things, I mean, you cl- you clone a work order that had information on it that you forgot to remove and, you know, uh, stuff like that. I mean, every everybody, you know, w- will make an error at some point or other. Uh, some bigger than others, but, you know, in- inadvertently. But, mm-hmm it's always something you can always fix. So if, if something happens, something gets charged, you can uncharge it. Yep. No harm, no foul. Uh, but then again, it depends on what type of business you're in and, and, and who you're dealing with and who your customer is like our customer, uh, or, or the people, you know, directly to who we work with. We don't, we don't deal with the public. It's not an outside
0: customer. It's an internal customer.
1: Yeah, the only outside people we deal with were their customer, like we're yep. like whatever supplier we're dealing with. So,
0: but like, so if you're dealing with, so in in your case, if you're dealing with um, an outside company and you're the customer, and yeah. say that company, like I don't know, you guys ordered ten diapasms or whatever. We'll just we're gonna make up shit. You so ordered diapasm? ten di, diapasms <laughs> from them. And they send you nine. Right. But then they call you, say, hey, you know what? We uh, we kind of screwed up. We only sent you nine. We're going to, we're going to, I really sorry about that, Todd, but we're going to, uh, we'll send you the other one. We're not going to, we're not going to bill you for the the shipping to get it to you. We'll just ship, we'll, you know, we'll just ship it to you and we'll have it within a couple of days. Perfect. Now they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. They created a corrective action. Yeah. And they took care of it. Now, I always say mistakes, if there's no mistakes, you're doing things wrong. Because you don't get better un- unless you make mistakes. So a mistake is, is it's not doing something wrong. It's learning how to do something right. And now, as long as you're not repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Right? You're not repeating the same ones. But how someone deals with a mistake or an error to me, is far more important than th- than the error itself, if that makes sense. So, in this case, you know, hey, we screwed this up. We're going to send you the extra one at our cost. Yeah. Usually, what happens? And you don't that- care, right? At the end, it's like it didn't register to you. This isn't a pro- like you. It might not even register as a problem. Yeah. See, that's the exception
1: to the rule. Normally,
0: when we get something, it's
1: we will say we need a quote for you know this item off of this model of 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 item and serial number. So then they look in their system and says okay, well this is the item that fits for it. It's kind of like when you go to parts, or can, tire, one of those places, the auto, whatever auto parts place that you know someone would deal with, and say okay, this is the make and model of my vehicle and this is what I need, and they give you the wrong part. I deal with that all the time because I'll tell them exactly what we need. They give, they quote me what it is that they're saying that it's supposed to be. We bring it in, they try it and they says, no, it's wrong. Then I have to get a hold of the vendor says, look, I need a return authorization for this because this is the wrong item. I need to send it back. And then they came back and says, Oh, uh, the people that the manufacturer that they had got their quote from quoted the wrong one. So yes, here's a return authorization, it send it back, here's the correct number to reorder type thing, which, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, but today in this day and age with the way uh, logistics is and how long it takes to get stuff in, sometimes it ends up being a problem because now you have to wait another six to eight weeks or depending on what it is and if something is down if it's a piece of medical equipment that's important you can't yeah. fool around too much. You need to make sure that it's you know, but that's the day day to day operations. I mean, it happens, you know, once once a week or something something will come in that's wrong that we'll have to you know deal with. And if it's uh, if it's a supplier in town, it's not so bad. If it's a supplier say in the U.S., then we have to deal with you know having to ship this back and you know the customs and you know, the whole the whole rigmarole and and the cost and yeah.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like that boss that was yelling at me. <laughs> no, kidding. I wouldn't, I wouldn't either. That's uh I, that was that was the day that I actually looked for another job. That's like so, old school bosses. That
1: that that's like uh things that you but you watch. What was it? Uh National Lampoons uh uh Christmas vacation. Yeah. The guy who's out, he's <laughs> Clark comes in and gives him a gift or something. Yeah, just put it over there with the other ones. And everyone else is kissing his ass, and he's got yeah. all these things there. He says uh, he still wants to talk, and he's, he gets on the phone. And says, uh, give me somebody, uh, Give me somebody while I'm waiting." <laughs> he doesn't yeah. want to deal with yeah with them type thing. So I don't know if that's kind of like the old school um, type of boss where he said, you know, they, they they'll just humiliate you right in front of everyone. Yeah, and they and they don't care because it's, like, it's just put some grit. Like they have to have grit. No. Now is this because of the way the person was raised? It's like when you when you see someone who's been arrested for whatever, and it says, "Well, this is how I grew up. Uh, my parents were were addicts, and they stole, so that's pretty much the footprint of my existence. That right. I just continued on, you know, from what I've learned." So the same thing with bosses that grew up with parents that were, you know, very, or other bosses uh, authoritarian. <laughs> where it was like my way or the highway. And that is the way that they were raised. Right. Or you have someone who's a little more people oriented and kind of uh, can kind of see the people and how they react and and just kind of like, no, if I were in their shoes, how would I want to be treated? I mean, I don't, I don't have to be a dick. Uh, I want to find a way to be able to do this where we both, it's a win-win. And, yeah. it, and it, it's not always that way, but you always try and, and, and search out that type of, you know, situation where, you know what, you don't want to, you, you want uh, things to run smooth, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have any bad feelings. Why? Why? What, what, what's the point of that? What's the end result of that? I'm going to give you shit in front of everybody. Who wins? Nobody won. Well,
0: it, You're like, pissed why, off. He's pissed off. Why do they think that's going to motivate them? Well, I'm terrified. It's like, I better. I better not. If you're terrified, like it's it's what do they call it? Uh, fight or fight or flight, right? So your fight or flight reaction to anything is you're either gonna resist, fight, or you're gonna run. So if you are mean to your employee and you do something like that, they're either gonna fight you on it. Because that's not the reaction they want. They want you to just do what they fucking told you to do, right? But if you fight back, they're going to see, oh, you're fucking resisting me? Then you get in trouble, right? I will crush you. Or flee. <laughs> yeah. I quit and got another job. And then he was pissed at me and he yelled. Actually, I, <laughs> Okay, whatever. I guess we're getting into semantics. Here, <laughs> he yelled at me when I quit. So I, I quit. I got another job. I'm like, I'm not working for someone that's that abusive. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't deal with abuse. I'm sorry. If there's abuse going on, if someone's going to try to abuse me verbally or whatever, like, I'm out of here. Sorry. Like, I don't need to deal with that shit. Like, that's your problem, not mine. You know, like, that's... It, it, that may
1: be the per. that may be the way that motivates them. And that's what they've learned of how to motivate other people. Like when you have uh, maybe a parent, you saying, yeah. Like if you had a parent growing up and you misbehave and then the belt came off like a samurai sword, right. And just the seeing this come out, you know, scare the shit out of somebody or some people are says, you know what? Tell the kid, go get me a branch off that tree. Cause I'm going to beat you with it. It's like, Okay, so now you're sending off a person <laughs> to go get his own beating stick, yeah, for the for the parent to beat them. It's like I found, I, I found
0: is this, is this how we were grass. raised? Can we go with
1: that. Is this is this how this person now mentally is growing up? Yeah, like, well, like how me. how is their mind formed to where they get if if they're into a position of authority? How are they going to deal with stuff? Yeah, the same way they were dealt with. Now there's there's the whole different like there's a whole different section now where as time goes on, people are a little more mellow to the point to where we know when they're talking about the millenniums and whatnot and the snowflakes and, you know, the whole thing, everyone's offended by everything. So now yeah. it's to the point where you can't say boo, right? Because I'm now oh, by the word boo, by the way. I've just said boo, so now I've offended a bunch of people. So <laughs> why? That's anti-ghost. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> there has to be a medium there somewhere. I mean, you can't let sure. everything go by, but you can't be uh, to I the agree. point where, you know, you're going to, you know, be a Putin. Yeah. <laughs> Putin's
0: your boss type thing. You're yeah, going to listen to me, I'm going to destroy you. I mean, like it's like you said before. So someone misses a day of work versus someone missing, or sorry, someone who's late for work one day versus someone who's late for work every single day. So obviously one, I mean, you, you, you start off with, Hey, like, uh, you know, you've been late every day this week. Like, is there something that I need to know about, you know, it's, you know, like, what do we do about it? And if that doesn't work, then, you know, you, you gotta be firm and strong, but do you go, you know, like it's, it's two ends of the spectrum. Like you're either going to like lose your shit on the person or you're going to be kind about it. And I think if someone is, late for work every day for example neither one of those extremes is going to work i don't think i think it's well, got to be somewhere you know somewhere in the middle but depending upon the employee it might veer more on one side or the other side but you don't want to go all the way like my old boss did where he just well it's a discussion. One mistake and that's unacceptable
1: it's a discussion but i mean if you if, if his desk is right in the middle of you know 30 desks where there is no privacy whatsoever, you should have a conference room, something somewhere where you can actually have a one-on-one. Oh, there was even if you even, even if you have
0: an, he didn't want to do it. He wanted to set an example to show oh, he was a good strong boss. Okay, now was this his normal demeanor,
1: or was it someone pissed in his cornflakes that morning, and it just that was just kind of the 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 straw that broke the camel's back? Like, was this I, just a
0: normal thing for him? I suspect. So, so here's here's my suspicion. Most bosses don't have. Training to be a boss, right? Most no, bosses- and, they, and
1: actually, they 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 covered that. They they just mm-hmm. they plunk in the position, yep. and no no training. Yep. Um. And we have the same problem. Like when someone goes, there, there's no shadowing involved. Like if you have a job, a specific job, and it's like, okay, this is the job, but that's it. Like this is what it is. Here, go do it. There's no. You know, for for three for three weeks or something, whether you know this person's going to shadow you, so they know what the job entitles and what's involved, yeah. and and that they don't do that; they just kind of okay. throw you in. Yep. Because uh, I don't know you why. Never, like, as a
0: manager, you never shadow. No, you're just kind of, in in my experience, you're just okay. Here you go. You're you're, you're
1: the boss. They're just expecting you to know, you know, the, the procedures, because because every business will have their own procedures. It's not like we have a specific program that we use. Mm-hmm. You guys probably have a specific program you use. You don't just plunk someone in and says, "Okay, get to work." Like you need some training, sure, of some sort. At least to know the you know the ins and outs. Luckily, I, I, I worked in both departments, so I I know both from the ground up because I started from the bottom of the chain. And, and moved up throughout both departments. So I've, I know what's kind of involved and, and what needs to be done, but someone else that would have came in there would have been like, okay, well, what do I
0: do? I can only manage people. I don't know what you guys do. <laughs> right. Cause that, that's a thing. Like you came up, you know how everything works. So therefore you can offer perspective on if something is going wrong or something's not working or if it's an issue with a vendor or if it's an issue with this. Like yeah. you actually have perspective, but in a lot of cases, they 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 outsource. They grab a manager from like in 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 a lot of the industries I've been in, they'll outsource a manager from somewhere else who did really good at this other company. Mm-hmm. So one company makes medical supplies and one company makes ball bearings. So they bring the ball bearing guy to the medical supply company, and now he's going to manage uh, the making of medical supplies, which are identical to making ball bearings of course (laughs) and then but they like how do they like you bring an outsider in how are they supposed to gain the respect of those employees in my opinion they learn the process yeah how you know they actually talk to the employees i don't know how you make this you gotta you know like i don't know when you hire from outside, I don't know how well it's going to work if it's not the same thing. But then again, you don't have to be to be a manager. You don't need training and you don't have to go to school. But one time when I was when I took a manager job, they actually sent me to manager training. Mm -hmm. They actually put me on a course, which I think is a step in the right direction. Right. Unless the educators are a bunch of managers who've never done work which is why that. they sent me. So I went to a place, they taught me how to be a manager and they, and everything about the education was, look, you're at this level and they're all at this level way below you. They don't know any better. You're the manager, yeah. you know better, but they, they're they simple. They don't understand things. They're blue collar. Like there, it, there was really derogatory towards people that aren't managers. So okay. all the training was, how do you... Th- Like, how do you dumb your thinking down to think like your employees? It was all like stuff like that. (laughs) It's like, you know, like, you know, their state at their station in life, you know, it was all shit like that. I'm like, this is insulting. Like, there's, there's nothing here about compassion. There's nothing here about listening to your employees. Every single thing in the training was do what your boss above you tells you to do. Everything was related to that. It wasn't related to listening. It was always about tell them. And if they don't do it, use a stern, you know, use a sterner approach. But there was there, never any listening in the training, which is, I don't know.
1: Yeah. It, it almost sounds like the, the the old adage about engineers. Okay. And, and this is called, everyone knows this. I mean, engineer, they have the ring, they're God. It's like, we know everything. Don't tell us, you know, we're, you know we're, we're better than everyone else it's kind of like what you're saying with this manager thing it's almost like that's engineer training 101 <laughs> it's like you're yeah. better everyone you got to kind of talk down to everyone to, so that everyone can understand uh and and i was just we were just talking about this with mom uh, yesterday because dad um worked for the railroad and he was the type of person who had started from the ground up so he knew you know the locomotive right right from the the nuts and bolts all if the he didn't up. know how
0: something worked he went and just took it apart. It well, that's the it. thing.
1: Like some people would have, I mean, the engineers would all have their suits on and their rings and whatnot. And, oh, this is, this is, this, this is that. And they don't get their hands dirty. They're just basically just telling people what to do where dad would, you know, okay. He'd uh, put, you know, overalls on, go underneath the train with the guys and show them, you know, there was a problem. He would know how to, how to fix it because, you know, he worked with them all his life. So he would down, be down there and he would show the guys how to do it. And that was kind of like, you know what? This boss is cool. Okay. He's, he's down at our level. He knows like he, yeah. he's worked with, he's worked, he's been us before. Like we've been down here. So he yeah. doesn't have that, that attitude. Uh, where I mean, and, and everyone liked him. And they, they had what three locomotives named after him in Argentina.
0: Yes, they did. Uh,
1: um, and I'd That's have to Brian look one, two, and three, I think. Yeah. So, and I think there's also a bridge that was yes. also named. So, I mean, <laughs> when, when well, you work from but the you're not an up, engineer
0: Brian that's well, why I'm successful
1: <laughs> not with no not with the title it's like you, you've got to have some type of uh, it, it, it's like theory versus on you know hands on type thing I mean you can have someone go to university be as smart as a whip know everything out of the book but you know you put them in position but they have no experience work experience on hand Uh, like hands-on stuff, or you have someone who's hands-on that doesn't have all the experience. But when you have someone who has hands-on and has all the experience and to be able to show uh, the people, you know, how to do things uh, without being, like you're saying, at that level where you're, you know, way up here and you're viewing everyone down here. I mean, that's that's no good either.
0: But then you also learn, too, like the, the one thing Dad did is, okay, maybe he didn't have management skills right like he you know or he didn't have engineer he wasn't an engineer but right. he knew how things worked. but he also spent a lot of time and you probably recall this he was reading all these books he was I think he was doing I don't know if he's doing online courses or I can't remember but he was always educating himself on how do I be a better leader better manager like he was reading those Anthony Robbins books and stuff and
1: oh yeah he had lots you know, of. when he was
0: and he was always like Dad was like, I don't know how to do this, and he would learn how to do it. He wouldn't just say, okay, I'm already there, which which a lot of managers do because I'm a manager. I've always been a manager, but you don't know how to do anything. Like You don't know how to do like the work under you. You don't know anything about it. You don't want like, to manage it. You don't know manager. how it works. The you got to know how thing, it works before you manage it. The first thing a manager should do in a position where they're managing stuff they've never done before is to get down and dirty and – go underneath that locomotive and get grease all over your hands and see how the thing is put together. Yeah. But I'm an engineer. I I structurally know how things would work. Yeah. But you don't know how it really works. You know how it works on paper. You know how it works with math, you know how it works, but you don't like, you need to see how it actually, you take that thing and click it and you put it together and then hear the click and feel, you know, Oh, it's, it's, it's dry. And it's, it's making, you know, it needs grease or like, you don't do that unless you get your hands dirty. Yeah, it's like manuals for whatever
1: thing that you bought that you're trying to figure out. I mean, the manual's fine, but sometimes you have to kind of fiddle with something to to really get to the, the nuts and bolts
0: of it, like it, the the theory yeah, behind it. Take it apart and see how it's put together to understand well, how it works. Well, I mean, if you want to go to that extent, that's a little, <laughs> well. You've <laughs> always done that though with electronics and stuff. Like, you just, oh, wonder, you know, you just take, like, take your fucking guitars apart. Like, how does this work? Oh, I'm going to dip this in wax. I'm going to, you know, like, you actually get your hands dirty. You might not have your Luthery degree,
1: but no, you know, i do to
0: put a fucking guitar together.
1: Well, yeah. I'm, 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 like, when we were talking to Danny, I'm, I'm, I'm for the school of Google. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same if I'm working on a vehicle and you've yeah. got a, uh, you got a door panel that you're trying to take off and you, for Christ's sakes, you think you've got all, every goddamn screw out, and why is it still binding? But when you look on on, uh, if you're looking on YouTube and you're watching this type of vehicle, how to take the door panel off? Oh, there's a screw here, 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 and it's like, oh, yeah, ah, yeah. I missed a screw. Here it is. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's how I. That's how you learn, and you know, and you keep from breaking shit. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I've like taken I've, iPhones I've, a apart, part and changing yeah. screens. I've done all that. Uh, the, the guitar thing. I know how to uh, put a
0: ba- uh, like a toilet together yeah but you can just, but yeah. i've done i did i did youtube and i worked with manny and i worked with dad so i fucked up a lot but i know how to do it now but you don't mm-hmm. it's like i said you have to make quote unquote mistakes the more mistakes you you make the more right. steps you're learning on how to do it actually right right because you've learned how to how to do it in ways that don't quite work. Like I've been messing around with my toilet upstairs because the, the chain snapped right for the flusher. Yeah. Chain snapped. So I'm like, I haven't done a toilet in years now. Like the beaded chain, like this house came with toilets. I didn't have to do anything. Right. Right. But when the chain snapped, I'm like, shit, why is this not working? And I YouTubed, I looked at it. I'm messing with the setting, you know, higher or lower or, and it just kept catching, and then the the flap would stay open and it would just keep you know keep running the water would just keep running. I'm like, why is it? And then I figured it out though. Like I didn't just fucking call somebody. I like I figured it out. So I realized that the toilet I'm having a problem with, everything is set up backwards on it. So backwards
1: as in your Euro- European. Oh, that, that was one question I wanted to ask. And I can't remember now. When you flush the toilet here, it goes clockwise, right? It goes clockwise here. Now I was going to ask the guys from Rage Rage when when they flush the toilet there, does it
0: turn counterclockwise? Is it? I thought it was on the other side of the equator where it goes counterclockwise. Oh, maybe, maybe. Wow. Sorry. I think I think mom I think mom made comment about that before that, and when they lived in South America, maybe I don't know. I don't know. So, so when you're in
1: between, what happens when you flush the toilet? Does it just? It doesn't go down. (laughs) It's like the center of gravity when you're holding a stick up and it doesn't lean one way or the other. It just stays straight up. So when you flush, the water just goes, what do you want me to do? Yeah, (laughs) just sit here.
0: So with this toilet thing. So what it was is the toilet that I have that it's always worked. I've never had an issue with never had a chain snap works perfectly. Great flush. Every time you don't have to hold the handle down or wiggle the handle like you don't have to do nothing. And I noticed that the way that the handle, like the handle has got like an arm on the inside of the toilet, right? And yeah. then there's a chain that comes down from the arm to the plunger, I don't know if that's what it's called in the plunger, it pulls the plunger up when you flush and then it goes down, right? So I noticed that the arm is right above the plunger and it goes up and down. On the problem, the toilet I'm having a problem with, with is it crosses the plunger. The flapper?
1: Like the part that, that like sits the, down the, that, that the seals arm, the water?
0: Yeah. So the arm where the chain comes down yep. has to cross the plunger. So when the plunger goes up, because the the chain is at an ang- at a diagonal ag- angle, right? Sometimes it gets caught on the on the lip of the plunger and the plunger doesn't come down because it's crossing the plunger. It's not coming straight down and you pull the plunger up and it goes down. It actually crosses the plunger. I'm like, well, that's bass bass backwards, as we say. Well, that's weird. Yeah, it and right. it's like, well, no wonder. Like, it keeps catching because if you're crossing it, and because you have a diagonal angle, and then when the plunger goes up, the plunger goes at an opposite diagonal. Like the the chances of it getting hooked or stuck on something are greater. And hmm. it's just started happening. Well, because somebody got angry, I'm not going to name the child's name, but got angry that someone didn't flush the toilet. I e one of the other one of the other young <laughs> ones, and then flushed it really hard and snapped the chain. Uh, and I, I I'm not going to lie, she I think she might have like flushed and then flushed multiple flushes. The oh, okay, this is how you do it. like a machine gun flush, yeah, and then it snapped. <laughs> Yeah. But I think I got it fixed now. But I don't know, eventually whatever. Anyway, yeah. As like my tube amp, as
1: like I I I've never I mean I've soldered, but I've never really gone to the extent of of creating something you know that that uh, difficult, I guess the difficulty level. So I mean you get the you get a PC board, you get all the components it's like, okay, you have to solder every single one by hand, you know, hand-wired this whole thing. And I actually built myself an 18-watt Marshall clone TBM or MB or whatever it's called. Um, brand TBM? No, <laughs> it's a type of, of Marshall <laughs> at the time. Um, yeah, and so I, so I built it. It was a Mabel, Mabel Audio was, was who I had gone through and I think in China and they all have kits. So I, I, I bought their kit cause you could buy the kit pre-made. I think it was like an extra hundred bucks or something. It was like, it would have been well worth to do that, but I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. It was like, you know what? I, I've, I've done the guitar thing, pulled all the frets yeah. off, did the boards, refretted, um, you yeah. know, change the like electronic. No, I've never done any scalping, like changing tuners. And I did just, you know, up, either upgrade stuff or taking it apart and then making something else. So I figured, you know what, electronically wise, I, I always wanted, I, I originally wanted to be an electronics technician. And at the time we were moving here. So I only had a year and the course was two years or, or two and a half. I can't remember. So I was like, there was no point. I just worked for an extra year before we moved here. So I never did get into that. Mm. Um, so I figured, you know what, I, I'm, I'm interested in this. I figured out I'm going to do it. So I bought a solder station. I, I, I read up on you know, the proper ways and temperatures and everything, how to solder. So I sat down with the whole kit. It took uh, a week or so to build. Um, and it works, it works fine. And, and I was impressed that I was able to do that. So yeah, just in order to, um, to build something with your own hands. It's, it's, uh, it's quite, um, exhilarating, I guess you feel a sense of a, a sense of accomplishment for something that you didn't know you could do and that you did. So I just kind of figured, you know what, I'm going to try it and do it
0: and hopefully it all turns out. <laughs> well, it's like Niven's Niven's thing. He was, he's got that, that side hustle, <laughs> his other podcast or whatever, for the, the investing, um, the money, the money management thing. And, yeah, I was, I was going to listen like, to that.
1: I was thinking well, and, and it's like what that's all about.
0: But, but he's saying, like, he doesn't, he says, like, he said he's not a professional. You know, he's just, you know, chronically his experience with it.
1: Well, exactly. But, but this a, is him.
0: But this is him. He's getting his hands dirty, right? That's exactly what it is. And I think that's why I think it, it's good what he's doing as a side thing is, like, okay, I don't I've never done this before and I'm doing it and this is my experience with doing it I'm not saying I'm a professional but I think the fact that he's being transparent that look I haven't done this before and I'm doing it and I'm going to tell you how I got there and how I'm doing it and how I'm leveraging and all this sort of stuff I think that's more important than someone that has a certification in in some in some respects like I have a certification. I I spent six years in, in uni or university and uh, I've got all these degrees and stuff. And now I'm a financial investor, but it's like, but you you learned, you learned in school, but I think when you're like doing it the way he's doing it, you're learning from the ground up, you're teaching yourself, you're seeking the resources, you're training yourself. And in some ways that training, it won't be certified because you did it yourself, but there's something to be said. Like I'm not, a manager at my work I don't have my management degree I don't have a degree in this I don't have a degree in that but I've got so many years experience doing all these different things that that shouldn't invalidate my level of expertise because I learned on the job and I almost feel like I should be certified for the things that I know how to do and the same thing that's what that's what he's doing is he's like I'm learning everything I'm reading these books I'm, I'm checking this out. I'm actually going ahead and doing the stuff with my, with my own money and mm-hmm. learning how this works and doing it and, you know, trial and error really. Cause there's some stuff like, you know, he's, he's going to take a chance on, I guess, and, and learn how to do this and learn, you know, like, like I said, they're, they're not, if, if there's any mistakes made, they're not mistakes. They're learning, they're learning blocks. Right. Yeah,
1: you're being grandfathered into into. Uh, it's like when you've done something for years. Grandfathered, yes, but, exactly. But you don't have the actual paper saying that you've taken the courses. You've got life experience doing it, so you yeah. you that that's usually pretty. I mean, there's some things that you may have missed that you may gain from taking maybe the course and go, oh well. There's a couple of different angles that I didn't realize that yes. are there. Yes. Not necessarily something that you need but um but yeah but if you've got the life experience experience and
0: then you take the classes after or get the certification after i think that holds more weight than someone who goes to university right out of high school gets the degree and then you know wants that job right away like i almost feel that you should work in engineering and get the experience in engineering and then get the degree in some ways like i don't i don't I know that's not how things work, but maybe, you know, it's like like an apprenticeship, but they do apprenticeships now. Like, I don't know if they did 20, 30 years ago, but they, you know, if you're in engineering now, you have to go work. That's part of getting your degrees. You have to go work. And I think to help place you places and you actually get the, you know, practical on the job experience, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that's how it worked in the past like 30 years ago. Like, I think you get your engineering degree and then while well, you're an engineer, so you just go get a job and because right. you have your degree and that's good enough. Like, you know, and it was like that for, for anything you go to school for, but now they're doing like red river college and stuff. Like you have to get like a, it's like a practicum sort of thing where you're, you're working. You have to work in order to get your, your certification. Right. And that's part of getting your certification.
1: Otherwise, if it's all,
0: you know, if it's, if there's no practical experience, then they're not going to give you certification. Yeah. I mean, if you're a plumber electrician and and you want to, uh,
1: you have to go for different levels uh, and you have to spend so much time working uh, with, you know, a company doing it as you're taking your schooling because you will do some practical stuff, then do some cool uh, schooling and then some more practical stuff and more schooling. And as you go up the ladder, that's, that's where you kind of gain your experience. So then you've got, you know, it's not just the book smarts, you've got the experience hands on. So, you know, you know, you know what you're doing right out of the gate. As soon as you graduate, I'm off and running because I've, I've done it. So yeah. hmm. I,
0: I like how plumbing and electrical and how they do it. Like you can have so many hours as doing the actual job. Right before you can get your 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 next level and all that, like I know it's a long drawn out process, but you're going to be an expert at it, as opposed to if you have a university degree that has no practicum involved, where you're just getting a degree, but like, have you ever actually done the work? Like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, and as you go up the off. levels, yeah, as, as you, you go up the levels, it's it's a different pay also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. We should cap it off there. I get a. Okay, <laughs> I, I wanna. I gotta go, and Abby's got a birthday party today, so we gotta go do a few things before we, uh, before that happens. So, oh, All that right. was good. Yeah. Team. So thanks to Rage Rage for the idea. I know we've been yeah. on track, but whatever. That's how our show works. <laughs>
1: socials, socials.
0: Sean Geek po- at Sean Geek Podcast everywhere. Sean Community dot C A S E A N M
1: C G I N I T Y dot c a
0: ripped for your pleasure I don't. know. seems to be the tagline i don't know why yeah anyway okay thanks todd that'd be in a shirt i, I I'm, I'm i'm i did start designing that one i don't know yeah. how graphically i want to do it just over the logo or i don't know if anyone's got suggestions <laughs> condom with eyes i guess <laughs> i guess it could be one of our bald heads yeah could be with eyebrows. With eyebrows. Yeah, we have the so,
1: eyebrows. Sure. That's all you need looking up at you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Todd.
1: All right, sir. Part. All
0: right. All right.
1: Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to seanmoginney.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on T Public where you can find the Sean Geek podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.